0: This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now offering a weekend basketball bonus place for $50 basketball bets. And regardless of the outcome, you will get a $50 free bet. So go download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. PropSwap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to proswap.com or download the PropSwap app today. And StableDuel, it's a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as twenty-five K with one entry. So go head over to StableDuel.com to go get started today. And, of course, make sure you download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcast. All right, DJs, welcome back for the Wet Player's Championship preview, uh, prop bets, not preview, prop bets, uh, tacking on the weather report. We got a whole bunch of shit to go over tonight. Uh, this is typically my favorite show of the week. I know it's Steve. I'm a, Steve, I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, I'm i I'm a little down, man. The weather has got me, got me kind of bummed out about the tournament.
1: I know. I mean, like you gotta get one of those hats that has like the umbrella on it and, uh, to go around the course and, you know, get your galoshes up and <laughs> actually so, so it's a faux pas to wear spikes like, to a golf yeah. tournament but yeah. I mean if you're walking around TBC Sawgrass with this stuff you might have to this week right
0: I don't know I still wouldn't do it I'd rather fall than be one of those apples <laughs> who wears his fucking <laughs> this fucking golf spikes to a golf tournament it's it's just you said hats you know on social media they have the ugliest hats I've ever seen in my oh, entire really? life yeah what are they, it, what do they look like it's the it's giant bold black letters that says the players but with no vowels it's fucking terrible
2: Ew.
0: I'll send you a screenshot. It's fucking bad. Oh, that it's is awful. Bad. They're
1: trying to be hip with the kids, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. apparently millennials don't care about vowels.
0: Yeah, and, and I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if the the players knows uh, who goes there. Uh, it's uh, it's Ponte Vedra. Like you're not getting a whole bunch of frat bros in there. I mean, I guess you I guess you are, but like I don't know. Yeah, but mostly retirees. Literally. No, it's not retirees. It's all the fucking all the Ponte Vedra people. Fucking, no. it's all
2: fuck. right,
0: though. All right. So, well, they're
1: going to get soaked <laughs> this week. They're going to be cold. They better just warm so they don't get pneumonia and land no. in the hospital. No. So, yeah, I mean, I guess, well, why don't we get right into the weather report? Yep. And uh it's still pretty ugly. Yeah. Uh, so I guess, you know, you said today that the skies opened up. You were... <sighs> Happy that it was 88 and sunny. We're hoping that, you know, Al Roker was just wrong.
0: Oh, man. Dude, I'm telling you, it was beautiful today. Like, I was like, oh, man. I was like, maybe they're wrong. And, you, like, there was no clouds anywhere. And then, like, I don't know, probably, like, five thirty. All of a sudden, those gray Florida clouds start rolling. And I'm like, God damn it. Mm-hmm. And it opened up. And it's the first of many, I think, throughout the night. And this golf course is going to be softer than baby shit.
1: Yep. So, it rains overnight tonight uh tomorrow it's gonna be windy though so that will dry it out a little bit but it's not gonna matter uh rain is in the forecast the entire day thursday um looks like maybe a little bit of wind in the morning then kind of calm like i probably depends if there's thunder and lightning or not if they stop play but it seems like as long as the electricity stays away they can play through it i mean i think it's 100 percent guarantee you're gonna have lift clean in place to start off uh yeah, it's just how it is. Um, but wind doesn't look to be a factor that much. It's going to be about mid sixties on Thursday, pretty chilly for Florida, some rain. Friday though, I would be very surprised if there's any meaningful golf.
2: Really?
0: I
1: think. it's going to be that heavy. Well, all right. So I'm seeing they're projecting half an inch of rain at 4 a.m., an inch of rain from seven to 10, about two tenths of an inch from 10 to one, another two tenths of an inch from one to four, about the quarter inch, four to seven. Yeah. Like that's, that's like, listen, they got the sub air on the greens. I can take away the puddles, but like that water is going to keep down of the fairways.
0: Oh, yes. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. There's nothing and you can do.
0: There's nothing you can do with that much rain. Like, we've like are just playing down here. Like, are, are, like, I mean, those, those fairways, like, I don't give a fuck how nice the course is. It, it sucks. It's like playing on a sponge where it rains that much. Like, yeah. it, and, and the next day, too. Like I don't know what – I don't know what they could do for the fairways. Like I really don't because it is legitimately playing on a fucking sponge. Like I went down uh, to Orlando. Remember I was bitching when I went to go down and play the Ritz, and it was the same, it was the same type of fucking rain. And, and you get there, and I'm like stepping in the middle of the fairway, and the water is coming up to like halfway up my fucking shoes, man. Mm. Like what the fuck am I supposed to do with it? I can't hit a ball. Like well, These
1: these bunkers are going to be unplayable too in these conditions yeah. as well. That's going to yeah. make it tough. Yeah. I would be very surprised if we get much action on Friday, which means like i people are trying to say, all right, do we want an A and PM split for DraftKings? I don't think it's gonna matter. No. <laughs> like I, I think like if you get any sort of delay, first of all, that throws everything out the window. Yep. And that's probably gonna push a lot of the play into Saturday, and it looks like a complete disaster on Saturday yep. with twenty to thirty, forty mile per hour winds at times. You know, it's gonna there's a cold front coming through around ten AM going to crash down into the 50s by 5 o'clock. It's going to be cold and windy. Yep. Saturday, or Sunday, starts out with some wind, like 10 to 15 miles per hour all day, but it's freezing. Like, at noon, it's going to be 50 degrees. Yeah, I'll be freezing my balls off. Yep, up and then Sunday, it's going to be mid, and then Monday, which I expect there's going to be a Monday finish. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, I don't see way around this. Uh, sure. It's going to be some wind in the morning, which, if they're in the middle of the final round, the leaders will play out then. They'll probably uh, you know, finish up. This is going to be a tough. This is going to be tough. Um I don't really know what to expect. I think just when you have rain and wind and cold. Like I guess you can kind of go for plotters and like I know there's like a trend for like European type golfers and everything. Yeah. Like I I think any expectation of like how this tournament has played in the past years and what generally fits is kinda of going out the window. Going out
0: the window. Yeah. yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be, a, it's gonna be a car crash after car crash after fucking cock crash.
1: Exactly. So I think that, like most of my card is guys that I feel like have pretty safe floors that I feel are pretty adaptable, that are tough, that usually can rely on their scrambling and iron play to get around. I don't really want you know, like I don't want house cats basically.
2: And there's a couple guys in this field are house cats,
1: and I'm going to name one right now. We're going to look to my big short.
2: All right, come on.
1: Uh, so when I think about unpredictable, changing weather conditions day to day, lots of rain, lots of wind, lots of cold, I don't think of the preeminent house cat of the PGA Tour, Justin Thomas. That dude, anytime it seems like there is adverse wind conditions, folds like a cheap suit. Uh, I've seen it at the Genesis in Riviera where he, it was perfect wind conditions and I think he was up five heading into Sunday and then the wind blew and he blew it. Yep. Uh, I think about basically anytime he goes over to the open championship, never really does well there. I think about at the 2021 masters when everything was fine and then the golf course <sighs> got some rain and he just melted and imploded. Yep. I think about a wing foot where he got off to a great start. And then the wind kicked up and he faded badly over the weekend. I think about last year's players where it was windy the first two days. They barely made the cut and then the winds laid down and then he just got hot because it was soft. And well, the fairways are soft, but like it just, it was calm conditions. Yep. I don't equate this to be Justin Thomas, weather. there also is a trend of guys who just were player or Pat, like defending champions don't do well in this. No tournament, one's, no one's
0: are. ever won back to back either.
1: No. And I, I think that they haven't really had like a good follow-up finish either. So I think Justin Thomas finished outside of the top 50. He's really popular DFS this week. I think you guys are nuts going for him. I understand the stats look great, but like a lot of those stats came in like dumb conditions, like yep. really optimal conditions. And this is not that like, I I just, I don't see it. Like, I think this is a feels week for me, and I don't trust Justin Thomas at all. Like, I didn't find any, like, matchup or anything, or, like, that I want to fade him in, because some of the guys he was paired up with, like, I just don't really like either. But, like, I'm not, if I'm not using him DFS, he just is nowhere, and I I think he's going to really disappoint this week. Yeah,
0: it's, uh. Yeah, it's just an ignore spot for me. I'm the same way. I don't have him in any matchups. I don't have him. I don't have anyone on the betting card. Not on DFS. He just doesn't exist to me this week. All
2: right there, you go. <laughs> That's All <it>. right. <laughs> While
1: we take break, and then uh, let's have a uh, a little fireside chat.
0: All right, sounds good. I don't, can we still use that? He's very unpopular right now. Um, <laughs> right now, oh, listen. Oh, you know what's not unpopular? College basketball, and right now is the perfect time to bet on college basketball. WinBet is helping you cash the basketball parlay bonus. All users can receive a $10 free bet when they win, lose, or push a $20, $20 plus four-leg parlay on basketball between Monday and Thursday. And they also get a weekend bonus play. All users can receive a $50 free bet when they win, lose, or push four $50 plus bets on a Saturday and Sunday basketball game. Weekend bonus can be used towards all upcoming college basketball action, as well as the NBA. And for new WinBet Casino customers, they're now offering 100% first deposit match up to a G. That's right. a 100% deposit match up to a G. The offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions do apply, so go to WinBet.com. You must be 21 or older and present in the state where a playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gaming problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Alright, Steve. So, we've got a couple requests as far as how we construct our betting card. So from a high-level perspective, first thing I want to say is, like, there's no fucking unit shaming here. I know some I know some people, mostly on Twitter, who are complete douchebags and, like, make fun of what people bet. You bet what you can afford to lose and whatever makes you happy. I do not make my living off this. Neither does Steve. Um, so, you know, I, I know what I can afford to lose on a weekly basis. Uh, my bookie is well aware as well. Uh, and so I, I, I don't have the discipline that I know Steve does. And like we had Joey Donahan, um, he's very disciplined with his shit. Uh, Andy's disciplined with his. I'm one of the least disciplined guys to construct a betting card. Now, because of the influences of Steve, I have calmed it down and I have changed how I do my betting
2: card. So I typically, when I'm doing outrights, I will try to keep it to six or under and
0: I want to win at least a G, right? At least a thousand dollars. That's what I want to win. At least a thousand bucks. Um, so whatever. So, so, all right. So one unit for me, I consider a hundred bucks. Okay. So that's what I consider a unit, right? Whatever your bankroll is, that's just figure out like what, what you want a unit to be. How much can you lose a week? Right? Like I don't know how else to explain that. Like, is there a better way to explain that?
1: No, basically like a unit is just what you would bet on a football game.
0: And then you just
1: decide. I think it's really important in golf gambling to pick targets like you just mentioned. Like you yours is a set dollar amount. Mine is more units. Where like I only want to win like for outrights just because like only 15% of my card every week is usually outrights. I don't want 10 units. That's it. Because I want to bet and grind out some other stuff with matchups and positionals. That's where most of my money goes every week. Because I understand with outrights, you can go five, six, seven, eight weeks. And I don't want to have to rely on my betting card to just get the outright. Right, I want to be able to continue betting. I want to be able to find other ways to kind of at least get the outright back. Maybe grind out a couple units here or there. Keep the lights on. It's not flashy. It's not glamorous. But you know what? I don't do. I don't pay back my bookie a whole lot either. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just it's 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 a style that I'm comfortable with, and that's why I throw out a lot of bets. And I understand too that like a lot of stuff I throw out, either pricing is different for you guys. Nope. Or some matchups I throw out, they're not available to you. Yep. Nope. So I guess like my like how I approach this, like you're right, I'm not a tout. I'm not here to tell you how to bet. I think it's more beneficial for me to give you information and try and throw out things I think are good. So then you can kind of pick and choose, like it's you're all Old Country Buffet or something, like you're picking up <laughs> ribs, and chicken ribs. You know, take a little bit here, take a little bit there. Like, like it, it's difficult to tail in golf because. What we get stuff on, you're not going to have it. But right. I think the, I think the biggest thing that you should do is make sure you have a clear process. Make sure you have clear goals. Make sure you know what your objectives are. Like, yeah. and then understand. Like, you know, check your ego at the door. Like, I, I'm yeah. not big on making hero bets. I understand I'm really conservative with a lot of my bets. But like, I don't want to. Like, I don't feel the need to say like, all right, I need like a fifteen to one top five on this long shot. Of my card just to look good. No, <laughs> I'm just gonna just win it.
2: Right. Yeah, and, yeah no, absolutely.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I think just especially with golf, when you try hero
0: betting, like it just it
2: it's really bad.
0: And if you're gonna hero bet, like listen, obviously I do first round leaders. I throw out fucking ten first round leaders every week. You know why? Because I'll spend a 200 dollars on that just for the fucking fun Thursday sweat. That's what mm-hmm. I know I can afford, and that's what I like to do. Like right. that. So that's how I do it. I don't bet a fucking unit on each of these goddamn first leader bets. I would no. be fucking bankrupt very quickly, right? It's yeah. usually between point one and point three. Right for my unit. Somewhere between ten, thirty, and depending if it's like super short. Like I always want to win at least five to like seven hundred fifty dollars net on like a first round leader bet. And you said matchups. And so matchups for me is the same way. I bet units on those as well. Like my smallest positions are always my top tens and top twenties. I do those to maybe cover some of my outrights, unless I have a real good feeling on one or mm-hmm one of your books posts a stupid number. Um, yes, <laughs> so, uh, I mean, that's how I go in like the weird little one-offs and shit like that. What's moon off calling pizza bets, like fucking 25 mm-hmm. bucks, uh, $50 yeah. there, like the Eagle round ones and stuff like that. Like just know the golf season is so fucking long. It's not 17 weeks in football where you start, We like, all right, I got, you know, X amount of dollars to bat. So I can bet this amount a week, right? Golf is very, very long, very, very long. And there's lots of stuff you can do. And I like to have money, um, freed up over the weekend because we do round to round matchups. We do fire off live bets. Like, we have a lot of, we have a lot of units moving around during the week. So it's just a matter of, like, like we were talking offline, uh, like, What'd you say? Your, your your betting cards like a a mutual fund. It's, it's like a mutual fund. Like yeah. I
1: mean, listen, I'm the son of a financial advisor, and my dad hammered my head, said it's better to have moderate, consistent gains than just volatility. And unfortunately, that's just in the fabric of my being, and that's kind of how I build my betting card. I want to get like, listen, I'm gonna like a lot of guys a week, and I construct my betting card, trying to like pick and choose. Like, okay, I like you the outright. I like you in the matchup. Like, I try not to get too over leveraged like across the card, but. You know, I, I figure that I stand the best chance of turning a profit, even if I don't hit an outright, by getting as many shares as possible and as many guys within reason yeah. and then finding out, OK, how many positional props do I need to at least make money from there? How many matchups do I need to at least clear? How many do I need to you know make sure I cover my outrights? Yeah. And that's just what I do. And, like, you know, it's sure. disciplined. It can be boring. But you know what kind of sucks if you're moving around money, if you're laying awake at night, you're wondering what the <laughs> hell is happening. Like how, I just lost five grand on a golf tournament. You're maxing out credit cards. You don't know what to tell your wife. <laughs> like, and you know, the benefit of actually not stressing about that stuff is you're going to bet better because when you're in a better mindset, you're not stressing. You're yep. more creative. Yeah. You have an open mind. You're taking a little more risks as far as like, you know, different plays and angles. Cause if you're stressing about money, you're going to play it safe in golf and you can't play it safe in golf as far as who Impossible. you are. Impossible. Impossible. No, you, can't, you can't go with a crowd. You got to find different angles. So, if you're a little bit restrained on how you're, much you're betting, so you don't have to worry about it so much. Like, you're just betting for, I don't know, paying off your car you know, like a month or like paying a little bit on your mortgage. Like, whatever yep. you want to actually buy your money for, bet that way. So, you're,
0: so, so you're, so you're the PIMCO total return.
1: Yeah, basically.
0: And, and I am the triple leveraged oil ETF that should be traded in a day and not held onto. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, it's not. Because listen, I used to be I used to be an advisor as well, and I, I always my wife always used to yell at me. She's like, "How come you don't just follow the advice that you give your clients?" And I'm like, "Because it's not fun." Right. <laughs> like, like so, and so I approach it in a different way. You have made me more disciplined. Definitely more disciplined. Like I was a fucking wild man like before this podcast. Like I wasn't yes. tracking anything. I wasn't doing anything. Like I was just mm-hmm. fucking fired off bets. I was like, "Wait, how the fuck am I down x amount of dollars? What the yeah. fuck?" Like, uh, just a complete wild man. Mm-hmm. Um And, yeah, man, golf is, you cannot play it safe in golf. You have to take your stance. You have to realize some weeks you are going to get fucking wiped based on your shit. So you better be disciplined with your unit allocation.
1: Yeah, it's very important to know what exactly you need to happen before the tournament so you can track it. And then if you want to add some stuff, how yep. that's going to impact it. So just to give you guys an idea, high level. So I have bet 11.3 units this week. I got 1.6 on outrights, four and a half on matchups, and 5.2 on positionals. So we'll go through all of them. I'll tell you exactly how I did it. Um, basically, with outrights, like I said, if I win, I want to win 10 units if it hits, and then net everything else. It's about eight, eight and a half, nine units per win. Matchups have been between about 0.8 units and one and a quarter units. Kind of depends on how I'm feeling uh in the tournament how confident I am. Uh this particular tournament, I kind of scale the back a little bit because it's gonna be unpredictable with the weather. I know. So I only bet about 0.9 units per per each. And then positionals, I'm looking to get about one to one and a half units per win. And I typically bet between 10 and 12. Usually what that means and it gives me a, a big error.
0: Big based, yep. Uh, yep.
1: a le- a wide net. I don't try and bet anything with big juice. I try and start at about plus one fifty and go my way up don't go past like three to one or so. I used to be somebody that only bet like top tens and twenties. Well, that that's the thing. Now that I've expanded yeah, the thirties and forties, yeah, it's a I, I've given myself a little more wider margin. Yeah, right? so would I. Yeah, exactly. So that means like some things I used to bet top 10, I moved the to top twenties because, you know, yeah, those prices are still pretty good. Yeah, and they're fine. The wire net, and some things I used to bet top 20, I go to top forties. Yeah, I do.
0: I, I yeah. fucking wish I had access to that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I, I right. I would absolutely change my betting style if I had access to that. I'm not like I'm like I would, I would have probably less on matchups than I do, and I would have more on positionals because it's such a it's such a way to hedge if you feel like you, you have the right angle for the golfer um, yep. to, to be able to clip it.
1: You know, yeah, and if you give yourself a little more room for air and you can set with your targets, and then you can cover your outrights, you can gain you know a few units here or there. It means you can keep betting. You can go on to the next week. If you accumulate over time, you withdraw, you know, you can buy a driver, you know, buy an iron or something, you know, buy something nice to your wife, go on vacation or something. Yeah. So, and 99.5% of you listen to this are probably in the exact same position as we are. You probably got nine to fives, yep. gambling for fun, you know, if you can make a little bit of coin and not get cleaned out and not have to worry
0: about you get paid on Friday and have to pay two thirds of your book. Yeah. Please, please, God, guys, don't be doing that shit. Man. No. Please don't. And I get it. And I don't even say this is a joke. Like, I, Gambling is, like it can be a disease. It absolutely that can be.
1: I, I know. I know people have gotten
0: yeah, very in deep with yeah. gambling, and it it, it sucks. It, it can eat you up. Yeah, it can eat you up. So don't yeah. don't don't be that guy. Yep, exactly. And and
1: listen, like with mobile gambling now, like it's never been easy to gamble. And actually, it's good that's legalizing because you know what's in your account is in your account. What you have you to worry got. about going on credit or anything, and like keeping track of that. Like, you know, just. Gamble within your means cause, and keep this one because this is supposed to be fun. Gambling is supposed to be fun. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. So, all right. Absolutely. Well, with that all said, why don't we talk about who we bet outright? All right. All right. Uh, and then we'll talk about how much we bet per unit just to help you guys. Yeah. Uh, and then go from there. So, Boss Capper, you want to go first?
0: Yeah. So, I, we touched on it yesterday. So, uh, I got Brooks at uh, apparently a bad number. I got him at 35. I know he opened at 40, and now I see him back up somewhere else. Um, okay. So,. I don't know. I think I think I put whatever to win like eleven $1, hundred bucks down. I didn't really know we were gonna go like unit by unit. Um and, and then That's so, fine. Maybe, we, maybe we won't. Do that. So, so DJ. So just keep in mind, with an outright, I'm trying to win somewhere between a G and like fifteen hundred, depending on how uh, like how, how well I feel on it. Um uh DJ, uh forty to one, that was just a dumb number, so I bet it. I thought felt the same way about Burger, thirty five to one. Um Decky and Smith are my heavier bets at twenty eight and thirty five. Um I'm still okay with that. I I like them both in a in a slog type deal. Like really good around the greens, can get up and down. Like they both seem like tough players to me. So I'm perfectly fine with that. And then my only long shot, which is I need like one or two more and then I don't know, man. I just kind of feel I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the card because I just felt like the num like I bet Berger and DJ and Brooks. Like I bet three guys just because I felt the number was wrong. So I'm like, oh fuck, now my cards like already like filled up. Uh, But I bet the ear at fucking two hundred and twenty five to one because I mean, look, he played fine at Bay Hill, right? He plays good. He plays good in windy, shitty, fucking conditions. If he clubs down, he's not a fucking mess off the tee. Fucking two hundred to one with a god knows what weather weekend. Why the fuck not? Okay.
1: All right, so I'll just recap my card again. Um so right at the top of it, I got a good number on Patrick Cantley at twenty six to one. Uh although I wish I think he opened at like thirty and I hesitated and he dropped twenty six. Now he's like low twenties. So uh I mean I've heard the case against Cantley and I totally understand it. The fact that Florida he just doesn't play. It's gonna be cold conditions. Is that back gonna you know, uh is that gonna hold up? I think for me is I don't think this is going to be a true Florida tournament. I think this is going to be a little more like I kind of compared to like, it almost seems like this is similar conditions like Northern California in like February or March. It's cold, windy, rainy. Yeah, like like I've heard, I heard shitty pebble weather. Yeah. Yeah. Shitty pebble, pebble weather. Exactly. Exactly. And he's been great there. Um, and I think this is agronomy he's comfortable with. He did well at TPC Scottsdale a couple of weeks ago. This is very similar agronomy. And I think there's a lot of ways he can just grind out a win. So I like him. Uh, so, and then I bet Hideki, 31 to 1. Uh, again, this is kind of just a plotter. I know he's great iron player, great scrambler. Um, I, you know, he's a good track record here. Again, similar to Cantley, I think he's adaptable to a lot of different conditions, different playing styles every day. Um, so yeah, that's, I went there. Uh, Dato Burger, I think that's the one kind of regret betting. Mm, me too. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I got him at a great number of 40 to 1. Yeah. Which is fantastic. But <laughs> I don't know if he's actually gonna win this thing. I like I I, I think there's peace I'm worried I might have picked a house cat. Like he looks great on paper, but I don't think Berg is a house cat. He might be. I don't know. All right. Well, I mean the case for Burger is great iron player, good scrambler. I can point to a couple tournaments where there was tough conditions that he hung tough. Um I don't know. I, I, that one would be if I'm taking one off the card. It's probably that, but I just I bet it because of the number. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Say that with Brooks. I said last night a fifty to one. I don't love it as much as the market seems to love it, but I oh said bro, he
0: is he is Twitter is all over Brooks. I I I figured it is. Um,
1: I mean I that's the only Brooks exposure I have in my card. I just remember I said after the Honda to you. Uh, I was going to be interested in Brooks because I felt he played. Pretty well at Honda. Like yep. he got like he was only what, like 38th in drafting score. He finished like T60 on the leaderboard. Yep. I'm like, you know, he played better than what that showed. Yep. And I- the number was 50 that I got fuck, him at. And yeah. I'm looking for a guy who can plod, hang tough, grind out pars, get burries where you can get it. On a soft golf course where I feel like the agronomy is similar to TPC Scottsdale. Don't by with that. Same thing with the Jordan Spieth at to one Again, if this is just a rock fight, just chaos, it's an up-and-down game. You know, I think the soft fairways are going to help him because he's going to keep the ball and play a little more. It's not going to roll into the rough. Uh, he's a great scrambler, good putter. I, I don't know why he hasn't been good here, but at to one for Jordan Spieth when he almost won Pebble and he played really well the first two days of Riviera and then just the wheels fell off. Yep. Like, elite form's there, guys. So yep. I'll go with that. Yeah. Um, I don't know why Russell Henley is not very good at TBC at TBC because it seems like he should fit his game. He's accurate, good iron player, good scrambler. Maybe it's because he's like hasn't right. been because he hasn't been playing as good as what he was in the past. His name's Russell Henley, that's why. Okay, well he also wasn't good at Amex either, which is know, strange. I'm just, and that, I'm just, that's like, the, I'm, just that's like fu- the, I'm just fucking with no, you. No, I know, I know. I'm like I, I'm trying to think like like Russell Henley conception in my brain should be really good here. Indeed, yeah. He has I guess what I'm clinging on to is, A, I got him at a good number, 120 to 1. B, it is what I'm looking for. Good iron player, good scrambler, and he does putt well on an overseed. C, he actually finished T14 in Amex this, this year. Sure. And, and a surprise. Maybe he's kind of figured out these Pete Dye designs. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, and, then I, and then I added one more. Um, so I was trying to find ways to get Alex Nora on my betting card. Um, yeah. And I realized that I have access to an each-way bet. you wow, he's such a, a prick. So I got Alex Noreen hundred to one top seven each way.
0: You need to do Henley each way. That
1: so that was not available at each way for me. That because even good. the books are like, he's not gonna close, so I can't give him a top. No, this five this option. was <laughs> this was no this no no, it just this was a book that did not offer each way, unfortunately. <laughs> so but this one did and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, fuck yeah, why why not? why don't we try this? I don't do each ways all that often just because sometimes I go to that book and the prices aren't all that great, but yeah, for this one, <laughs> why
0: not? I, I don't even know how the odds break down. I think when I did Kirsten's, uh fucking tap and birdie, he was talking about. It. I was like, you no, need break this down for me. Okay. Like so, what all, it, right, what so all right. The, so simple. No, no, he, he broke it down for me then because I was like, I didn't okay. understand. I, I all I kept hearing was these Canadian guys like were like, yeah, that's fine. I cashed it each way. I was like, what the fuck do you mean you cashed it each way? You yeah. you, you lost the outright, but still got money because he finished within the top five. That's a
1: fucking perfect bet. Yep. So this is actually top seven for a fifth of the money. So that's actually pretty good. I like that. So that's, so that's a total, um, so I spent 1.6 units there, uh, to win. If I, one of the hits, it's 10. So net on that is about like 8.75 if it went, if it hits. So I feel like,
0: I feel like they get the point. I feel like we don't have to do the units thing. Okay. All right. Then we won't. Do I,
2: it. And you can put we can just
0: put it on the card that, uh, that camera will post. You know okay. what I mean? Are like we giving right. the idea? Like if, if, okay, if people fine. and whatever, man, like,
1: <laughs> all right. So why don't we take a break and then we'll uh, keep getting at it.
0: All right. Well, listen, there are never enough things to gamble on. The one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is now there is a new way to play the ponies, especially if you are brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy style app where you can play for free and paid games for real cash prizes. And you pick your horses, you build your stable, and you play against others to move up the leaderboard. And you can win as much as 25K with one shot. If you don't know anything about the ponies, don't worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select and build your best strategy. The app is free to download at stablebool.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at... Tracks all over the U.S. Get in the app, create your account and stop building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app and you can compare the stats. So go download the app at stableduel.com and see how many winners you could pick in your stable. We'll see you in the winner circle. Play, race and win.
1: All right. Matchup time. Match-up. So we're going to have three matchups. Uh, I got, I got
0: more I got to talk to you about though.
1: Okay. I have five total, but I'll get my top three and then we'll talk about some miscellaneous ones
0: afterwards. Okay. So and then I, then I have the grossest matchup that I've ever seen in my entire life. And I just, I just want
2: to, I just want to reference it.
1: <laughs> All right. Excellent. Actually, I think I know what it is.
2: I'm sure you do. Yeah. I've probably have seen
1: it. All right. Uh, why don't you go with your first matchup of the week?
0: All right. So my first matchup of the week, I am going to go even money, coke rack over web.
1: Okay. There is some interesting web news that's been percolating, I think. Correct. Or circulate, not circulate. Sorry, sorry, Jeff Nagel. That's the yeah, word.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Circulating. So, circulating. So he's not really all the way back. He's still nursing this back injury. Back injury, he, yeah. Like, and I'm going to get even money for Kokrak, who terrifies me with as many bunkers that are on here. But if I get even money against a golfer who I don't think is healthy, hasn't, when the hell was the last time he even fucked his on? Sony. Stunning. Yeah. It was terrible. Terrible. Right? So yeah, I mean, even my to me, this is this is just a this is a this is a fade the injury play, and we haven't seen him, hasn't hasn't swung a club well in how long? And yeah, give me Kokrak, man. Like I, Kokrak's a grinder anyway. Like Kokrak's a grinder to me. So unless okay. you, it, listen, the nice thing about with guys like Kokrak and Perez down here is Pontavia Beach. Like There's not too much trouble you can get into. I mean there is, but like the titty bars are all like far away and and, like the beach bars are fine. But yeah, I mean I think Kilkrack will be all right.
1: Kilkrack over Webb.
0: So that's one
1: of my honorable mention matchups. It's not that exact one, but uh and I kinda it's a little iffy because Russell Henley kinda sucks here, but it's Russell Henley minus one ten over Webb. Like it. And but I got that, and I think the news dropped, and now I looked, and it's minus one fifty Russell Henley now. Ooh, Ooh. nice! Yeah, nice. so that I, never go, totally I never go. I never go back to look at what if you should. If you yeah. actually data golf, actually you can look at the matchup screens, and it'll show you how, how it goes, goes to the week, which actually can be a good tool if you want to fade some steam. Yeah, and sure. see what the money's come in on. It. It's 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 if if you go to data golf, that's a very useful tool to use. So like it. All right, so that's my honorable mention one. Uh So my first matchup is. All right. Talk about Patrick Cantlay. I think he's going to show well this week. Uh, I understand that the co- course history isn't all that good. I think some things are playing in his favor this week. Um, I don't like Victor Hovland at all. Okay. I don't. I think last week was everyone's missing greens and it was kind of a crapshoot as far as what your lie was going to be off the green. It was just tough. And I think at a place like that where it's actually pretty difficult around the green conditions. Uh, it's a little bit of a luck box. it kind of muted a little bit of his deficiencies, even though we saw in full display how bad they were. so Patrick Haley's an underdog to Haland in this matchup at minus one o five really and yeah, really, and i just i i just I don't think Holand's gonna be good this week, like I kind of feel like like I think he needs like firmer conditions. Whereas ball straight and kind of shine here, it's going to be softer. It's going to be windier. I just, I don't know if this is going to be a good fit for Victor, especially because I think around the green game is just going to matter so much this week. And I just think like you're going to miss greens and like you can't be giving up bogeys like he does. Yes. So I don't like Victor this week. So I
0: got Cantlin minus 105 for Hopland. I'm fine with that. I don't trust either of them, if I'm being honest. It, like, I, I I like Cantlin more than you this week. Oh, I know you do. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. And, and then, I guess my only pause on
2: that would be like, Victor typically finds the fairways, right? Yeah. Typically, right, What's what's his? I don't know. He's been a little
1: erratic yeah, like, Oh gosh. Sure. All right, whatever, whatever. It's
0: it's fine. I know you like Cantley this week, and you scorned Lover from last week with with Hovland anyway. So I get it though. I, he's around the green. His was very much rough. To yes, watch. <laughs> it was. And I, I
1: I just I think that's going to punish him more this week than last week.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right. So my second matchup. I don't know. I don't think you're going to like this one after hearing it. I, f- I forgot you bet this guy outright. So I'm going to take Adam Scott over speed. It's only minus 120. Um, and just, uh, just because like the recent form for Scott, I mean, like we talked about, uh, he is, he is clicking. He is playing really well. He's gearing up for the masters. He has a good, uh, course history here and I trust him in shitty weather conditions. As well, And Spieth, while he has been better off the tee recently, he can still get loose. And you can't get loose here and expect to do anything. And he just has such a bad course history here. And because I didn't want to bet Scott outright, I didn't want to play him in DFS because he was chalky. I wanted a little exposure to him. And so this is where I chose to take my stand. And out of the players Scott was bashed up against. Uh, like, it was weird to say, I was like, I'm not betting Scott against this guy. So, but I saw Speeth and I was like, okay, let me take, let me take Scott over Speed, 120. That's my second matchup.
1: Okay. No, I, I don't hate that at all. I mean, listen, I bet Speeth outright, but I understand he's volatile. That's so why I bet him outright. Right. And Correct. I usually want to fade volatile players on matchups that mm-hmm. either they're going to be really good or really bad and kind of take guys with safe floors and Adam Scott has a pretty safe floor, I feel like. Yeah. So I think that's fine. And so you're not paying crazy minds use on it. I think that's fine. No,
2: one twenty. I was like, uh, so I was perfectly fine with that. All right, so let's talk about another house cat, Rory McElroy. What's okay. that face? So I, I don't, I don't trust him in these weather conditions. Do you? I don't at all. I mean, no, no. Like I said, I think I said it last night. Like I don't get it. He's from Northern Ireland. He should play better in the wind and the
0: rain, right? He should, he, but, but he's so
2: good. He's, he's he's good in Florida,
1: though. Yeah, but, like, in good conditions.
2: Yeah, I guess.
1: I mean, he folded last week.
2: Yeah, no, oh, I know.
1: Oh, I know. I mean, I've seen him at Honda, like, just yeah. throw his clubs in the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen him in kind of bad conditions over the Open Championship yeah. um, or at the Masters sometimes when, or at the U.S. Open when it kind of gets a little, you know, windy and... Muckety muck. Like yeah. I think everybody liked him at Pebble a couple of years ago, and he was not very good. Okay, it was kind of like all right, I'm fine know, with this. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Yeah, so fine. all right, so I think Sky Shepard's going to keep it rolling. Ooh, I like it? it. So he won. Last, so he won Scottsdale, and then the next week in Riviera, he was what top ten? Yeah, won Bay Hill last week. I think he's going to keep it rolling. Like that's another guy I feel like is tough. That can handle oh, a lot did. of conditions. He keeps the ball in play. He's a good scrambler. He's a good putter too. I just, I, I think he's going to be able to get it done. Like I can assert Shuffler more of a mutter than Rory Roy is. And Shuffler's minus 105 in this matchup. He's the underdog. Like it.
2: So but I'm, I'm I, actually, I actually like that a lot. So I'm, ta- I'm taking that. I'm going to write that one down. Okay. Oh, all right. What's your third one? All right. So we're going to talk about them all anyway, but I guess my third favorite.
0: How about this just for, for cute transitions? How about speaking of throwing clubs into the water? Uh, (laughs) fuck Matt Jones lost his ever-loving fucking mind on Saturday And threw his putter into the water And did you see the scene, Steve? Did you see it? I I saw the video, yes Did you see the just immediate Oh, fuck, I can't believe that putter went into the water (laughs) I might have missed that It's like, you can see his body language He did a double-take, like, fuck But he couldn't, like, really acknowledge that He didn't do it on purpose Mm -hmm. Anyway, Matt Jones Good and win, good in brain, whatever. I was on him earlier. He wasn't very good in win last he week. He was not very good in win last week. But you know who was good in win last week, Steve? Who's that? Come on. Who was good and, who's paired up with Matt Jones? Same level of golfer. The Keegan? Oh, fuck no. The ear, man. I'm taking oh, Herbert. Oh, that Herbert. Okay. <laughs> I'm taking Herbert. Fucking give me the the better, younger Australian who I actually have faith in. Uh yeah, give me Herbert. He look, I mean he grinds it, dude. He had two good rounds over the weekend. I think he was only he was minus no, he one did. or two. Yeah. And those were shitty conditions, so if we're going to get shitty conditions again, yeah. Give me that guy. The guy who's not losing his mind and throwing shit. Into the water and immediately regretting it, and having to putt with a goddamn sixty wedge for the rest of the fucking game.
1: You know, you might be something on with Herbert because, like, you remember that final round of Bermuda? It oh, was rainy, windy. It was windy. Like, oh. that's going to be kind of similar conditions. To what we're going to see at least on Thursday, maybe Friday too. Like, yeah, yeah I, I, definitely
0: can buy that. So, I typically like, like for the outrights, just to go back to the outrights for a second. Typically, I'm like two hundred. One, I'll throw like ten bucks on it. But twenty five bucks on it this time. Let's see what happens. Let's, let's All right. just see.
2: Let's just okay. see. All
0: right, a little quarter unit. There you go. <laughs> All right, so my last
1: matchup is I understand Matthew Fitzpatrick is pretty popular at DFS, but listen, I think he's playing great. I have a lot of respect for his game, and I think if the weather conditions are going to be really truly as bad as what they say, like I think he's going to be fine in these. So he's kind of a minus 120 over Sergio, who – so the last couple of turns, he's actually been playing pretty – he's been getting by with his putter. I know, it's Last two tournaments.
0: It's weird. And
1: think about all the, like the times that like Sergio's been in kind of like big spots and big events. He just always seems like he's becoming short, like getting yeah. cut in majors, getting cut in players. Like I also see like I think Sergio's kind of at the point where like it's not that he doesn't care, but like like I think he's just going to like check out a little more. And with these kind of really bad weather conditions, I see him kind of just getting frustrated and just
0: say like, "All right, screw it." He was into it last year. He was he was in the mix too. Like I yeah, think those,
1: those were much better conditions than what we're in.
0: You're against. right. You're right. You're right. But I like I don't I don't know, man. Like I feel like all I don't know about I don't feel like the checking out's right. Like I don't know. Like these guys are all just fucking just. Uber competitive for the most part. All right,
1: well, then, all right, maybe, maybe better words. I think he's gonna be really. He's very volatile, and I think oh, there's yeah. a
0: very good chance in these conditions that it he just he ejects goes, early. He goes <laughs> awful on Thursday. <laughs> and he's just done. And he and he says, "Wait, what's the weather forecast for Friday? That's fine. I'm gonna go back to yeah. uh, doing what I want to do. Wait, yeah, exactly. wait, so it's yeah, it's <laughs> it's. Uh,
1: we're not playing their second round until so Saturday. drop our no, wins. No. I'm just gonna
0: yeah, go with I was I was supposed to be in uh, the Galapagos on uh, on Monday, so go. I gotta go.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I can see it going. Really wrong for Sergio. Like we look on the end of Thursday, he's like T one twenty two or something. Yeah, I can see that. I can absolutely see that. All
0: right, so I have to attach minus one twenty over in a matchup. I I like perfectly that. fine. All right, perfectly anything fine.
1: else you got? All
0: right, so I actually have I have three more. I have one that I haven't bet that I wanted to talk to you about first, but I have two other that I want to bet. And the gro- I want you. To, I, I want to talk about the grossest matchup I've ever fucking seen. Like okay. literally ever. Right. Get, guess it. See if see if it's the right one. I think I know. I think I know. But let's go with the other ones first. All
2: right. So the other ones, so Rom over Maury. I'm gonna take a stance. I think I am I am I'm considering football betting Rom still. For for an outright? For an outright fourteen to one. It's tough conditions. He's got good course history
0: here. He seems to have brought his temper in check a little bit. I still don't love his body language over the last couple of times. So I, I don't know if I'm actually gonna do the outright bet on him, but can I, I mean, can I play devil's advocate here? Of course, of course. What if you take a
1: chance and see if the number comes down during the tournament?
0: Yeah, and that's probably what I'll end up doing, um, especially if the weather's gonna be fucking insane. But yeah. the problem is, is like the number didn't even really drop that much when he was like fuck, what was he eight shots back and like they were still hanging on like twenty eight to one. Like that's better than fourteen. I mean, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Like, yeah, but yeah, but what happens if he's that no, he stats hot? And then we what? No, I'm the bucket three to one and I'm never going to touch it. You that, know I mean, that is what it is. That that's is. why you bet. That's why then you, that's why you bet our stuff. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and, and so it, it, I'm going against Morikawa just because, uh, <laughs> we know why. Yeah, yeah. You no, know, listen, listen, I definitely target that every week, right? Listen, I, I target Sobel's pick every week. I do it. I don't give a shit. It's profitable. I don't give a <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Um, um, and not only that, like, this seems like a course that should fit well for him. Well, it really hasn't, right? And like, it doesn't seem like he plays Florida all that well, other than what was was concessions he that he won. He concession. That's what I said. Other than concession, I just said other than concession. Okay. Which plays, which played completely different. It's a, definitely a I different. I'm it fun. okay
1: if they heal one year.
0: I don't know. Whatever. And and it's just so much steam on him. Like there's just so much steam. Like, I know.
1: Yeah. So PGA Tour came out with their extra picks. I think four out of six pit Morikawa.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna that, that that means he's that means he's not winning in a tournament that. Anybody can eject, and I get like that, that's the thing. I think I even said it to Jeff last night. Like, like Morikawa can use his driver as he doesn't have to club down. He's so fucking accurate with that goddamn thing. Like he doesn't have to club down. He can give himself an advantage on uh, some of these holes with some other guys that are clubbing down. But I think Andy brought it up uh, on his like he's never gone back to back weeks with like good putting, and the last the last time he played, he had a, a good putting performance. So,
1: okay, what if I gave you another option? Okay. What if? It- Because I've seen Rom paired up with JT in matchups. Why don't you go Oh, I would fucking love that. I didn't have that. Oh, you don't have that? No, I don't have that. I would fucking smoke that. See, that one I like better than Morikawa. Yeah, that's right. I I, I think you're playing a dangerous game anytime you A, fade Morikawa, B, try and say he doesn't fit a certain golf course. I think he can play any single golf course
0: in America. I know. He just won the fucking. He hit your irons that good. I know. Dude, I still remember getting off of fucking Morikawa because that one fucking asshole. Fucking put the put the report out on Twitter that he didn't like the way the irons were hitting off the ground or some bullshit. I, I think I even mentioned oh, the, the Open Championship. Oh my god,
2: he actually
1: I mean, went on no laying up and actually talked oh. about that. Did you hear that episode? So basically, what happened was he got to the Scottish Open, and said like, "Yo, I, I don't like this. I think my clubs are off." And so the <laughs> Taylor Made guys kind of rolled their eyes. So they actually went in the truck and they fixed his clubs. And then he did the same swing. He's like, "All right, I'm good."
0: Literally, it's the club's fault. Meanwhile, I get the headline, Morikawa doesn't like the way his irons feel in fucking yeah. England. Yeah, and what they didn't report was, oh, they just changed oh, his irons, it, and yeah. he's fixed. Yeah, exactly. Fucking yeah. garbage. And then, uh so, this one, this is the one I haven't bet yet. Decky over DJ. I, yeah. lo- I like DJ. I How deck- you like DJ this week? I like DJ because the number is fucking stupid, and like it, it's just dumb not to bet DJ at that number. It's just dumb okay. not to bet him at that number. The, the skill, like the, it's, it's just stupid not to bet him. I like, I like Decky a lot more. I was on him last week. I have had the tendency to be a week early like you were last year, this week so far. Um, uh, not this week, but this year so far. Um, and I like the way Decky sets up for this. He, he was first round leader when they shut it down for COVID. Uh, if it's going to be a slog and an like an iron and shitty weather, like I feel like Decky is a tougher golfer than DJ. I just do. Okay. And, I mean, that's I, I mean, I don't
1: know about that, DJ's. There's a lot of like plotting tournaments
0: that DJ's. I guess I just, just don't really trust. In. We talked about it though. I don't know about that putting, man. Like it is strange how bad. Like I don't know. Okay. Don't All know.
1: right. If you got a vibe off DJ, it's fine.
0: Yeah, and then I, I'm taking I'm taking Cage Lee uh, over over Grio. Fucking Grio. When is Grio gonna stop being a thing? I don't know. I mean, when, as, when as he stop stops fantasy. showing
1: well in fantasy national databases.
0: So he's so bad. Cage Lee, Mr. TPC, Overgrio. let's fucking go. Minus 105, too, by the way. Minus 105. Okay. okay. All right. So, I mean,
1: I already mentioned my honor mention, mentioned Henley over Webston. So the only other one I have is actually a guy that you are picking in a matchup. Oh. Okay. Uh, I Obviously, I like Alex Noren a lot this week. I think yep. he's going to show really well. Uh He's minus 110 over Jason Kokrak. And this oh, is another God. guy who I feel, oh yeah, I know you don't like that, but. No, no, I'm, no, I'm fine with that. Okay. The, yeah. This is another... Kokrak is a guy I feel like is really volatile. He can go oh, either yeah. way. Oh, and yeah. he hasn't, he hasn't hit his irons a whole lot, all that great lately. And he's always really a bad scrambler too. Like I just feel like this is another guy that it could just go really, really, really poorly. And I don't see Kokrak as kind of a plotter either. I don't know. So. I don't know. I feel like he can get around. I don't know. Maybe we just hold different opinions on them. So, anyways, he's my, I just, he's my favorite Texan. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I just really like Alex Norton a lot this week. I like the price. I think he's going to be co-cracker leaderboard. So, those are my five. Uh, I like it. if you want to turn a profit, hit three of those. You're That's in it? the money. That's it. I like it. All right. While we take a break and we'll start getting down to positional props.
0: All right. Listen, you guys are that browsing online and using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? <laughs> That's right. Without the added security, you might as well give all the way. Give away all of your private data. The hack is advertises your ISP and other private guys. That's why I use IPVanish, VP, the VPN, to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the Internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the Internet, encrypting 100% of your data. This means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Look at you, Putin. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually visible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing your speed, even fire sticks when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. And IPVanish is offering incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. So, IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rate of 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP to claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. All right. This is show prop time. So
1: here was my conundrum this week.
0: I just want to note that after the long ad read, you are going first, and I appreciate. Okay, it, you're so. welcome,
1: sir. Well, I'm not <laughs> to make you unhappy. So. Okay, great. <laughs> so, I've I've said a lot of this week. I think this golf course will be really unpredictable. I think the weather is going to throw a monkey wrench into things. Yeah. And I looked at the top ten pricing, and I just I didn't like really a lot what I saw. Okay. So what I end up, and just I I, I so I ended up just taking. Usually, I do like two or three top tens, two or three top 20s. -hmm. I am just doing six top 20s this week. Took a little less, you know, I paid a little more for it, but I feel comfortable with the range. I think I got a group of guys that I think can finish in the top 20 this week. And because they're hitting my
0: target units anyways, so that's what I'm going to do.
1: So, no no, no top 10s for me. For me, why don't you go your top 10s for me? I have
0: one and then you just roll through your six. I I, I took burger at
2: plus 250 because, like you said, I don't think he's a house cat, but I might be wrong. Hmm. So I have him.
0: I I, I liked him outright because of his price and because he just played so well, obviously, uh, before choking it away. He's a Florida guy. He played at FSU. He knows how to play these Florida golf courses, which are a different fucking animal. Um, So that is a
1: good point, by the way. Like he went to Florida State. That's northern Florida. So he should be acclimated with like. Some of these like damp, cool, it,
0: like. Yeah, it's, it's the images. other side. It's the other side. So it is yeah, a little still, different. Like,
1: I, like, I know that like No Laying Up did a video series in Tallahassee and they went out and it was cold and yeah, damp. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It, yeah.
0: It's, it still can get that way. Yeah. Absolutely. So I, I, I like, that was the only one I liked at plus 250. Cause like you, and I get no dead heat with that. So uh, like you, I looked at those and I was like, mm, thank you, you know. Thank you. Okay. Let's moving right along. So why don't you run through your fucking safes, because I only have three. Okay.
2: So
1: I said I like Xander Schauffele a lot this week. Well, not a lot. I think I have, I think the better way to put it is I have a good feeling about him. I think that this, even though he doesn't have a very good track record in Florida, first he just doesn't play it all that often. Second, it's kind of the same logic I use with Cantley. I don't think this is going to be a typical Florida golf course week like this is setting up like a northern california pebble week or a european week and like you know i mean we don't even have the same agronomy it's northern strange grass it's gonna be cold windy you know it's gonna rain and i just feel like in this type of tournament that it's gonna be a little tougher i think being in march and having the fairways be a little Softer, maybe that allows Xander to actually use driver a little more because when Dr- Xander has a driver in his hands, it's actually a weapon, and I think he's going to have a good finish this week. So I got Xander plus one fifty for a top twenty. Uh, I love Hideki this week. I think, you know, I think he's got a high floor. I found a top twenty on him at plus one seventy. Took that too. Stealing. Um, Cam Smith. I didn't bet him outright, but he made great points about him. If this is going to be a mutter, tough, grind, plotting contest, I think that's exactly the type of guy I'm looking for. And if you want to go for a really stupid narrative, so oh. if I think this thing's going to be a Monday finish, well, he played great the last time he had a Monday finish at Liberty National with the Northern Trust. He that's to all, sit I mean. around that's all, all I need. That's all got I need. Nine inches of rain. And by the way, they had sub air at those systems or at that golf course, and while it got into playable conditions, those greens are still so pillow soft. Like, I think, and he lives—he lives fucking five minutes away. And he does live five minutes away; it's practically a home game for him. So, top top twenty on him plus one seventy five. Um, I really like Shane Lowry a lot this week. I mean, like, I feel like I owe it to like after the close call at the Honda, he's playing great. Like, I didn't—I wasn't gonna go with him, but. I don't understand why I would just be needlessly contrarian by leaving off my card. I like him. Like everything that I said about him at the Honda applies here. Like penal golf courses, positional golf, you know, grinding out pars, tough guys. Like, you know, and I think like he really should have won the Honda, but it was bad luck. I don't even really blame him for what happened. Sepp Straka won it. And I mean, he did rush his
0: shot because it was a rating
1: and he they was took, like, no, because they, they told him he had to go. It didn't matter. Yeah. That, that, Like they waited, yeah, they waited as long as possible and the PG tour guy's like, you have
0: to go.
2: Ah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's what happened. Okay. It was was bad luck what happened.
0: Okay. No, I know it was bad luck, but it just seemed like he didn't want to be in the rain, which I found strange. I, I I think, I think he was annoyed at what happened.
1: So, regardless, top 20 for plus 225 on him. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fine. Um, I'm just going to. Well, I'm not going to keep going the Billy Horsell train. I'm going to join the Billy Horsell train, which probably means that train is going to end this week, but I, I'm convinced I'm sold. I think he's mm-hmm. been great off the tee. Like whatever adjustments he's done there, it's done well. Like it, like, like there was a lot of time, I saw a lot of times of Billy tee shot, quick pickup of the tee right in the middle of the fairway all week at Bay Hill. Yep. And yeah, I think he did the same thing again this week. The iron play has been really good. It's actually now at a range that he's comfortable in. That's another guy who I feel like can up get up and down from everywhere. Plus 250 on him for a top 20. And then I know Louis Ussui is technically under curse, but you know what? If he finishes top 20, I think that's fine. Actually, I think these are like, like mudder conditions for him is going to be good. I think that's going to benefit him a little bit.
0: Top 20 plus 260 on him. Andy Andy hit a shit ton of birdies, uh, fucking uh, at Bay
1: Yeah, at the Honda. Like, it, like he probably should have finished like top twenty of that event. He just hit like two water balls and took like what he was like plus six on hole seventeen Saturday yeah. and Sunday. Like, whatever, man. Like that's golf. Yeah. So absolutely. yeah, so that's total of about three units allocated on both, and then we'll talk about the break-even point once we're done uh, with positional props. So why don't we take another break and then we'll finish that up? Well, you don't want mine? Oh, I'm sorry. Top God, twenty. Yeah. God damn. Well, rush <laughs> hell.
0: Now you don't get him, Steve. But yeah, no. Uh, so I'm actually with you on Lowry. I didn't get his good number, but I don't have dead heat. I got him at two to one, uh, top 20 for everything that you just fucking said. Like, should have won, right? Like, I think, uh, I don't know. I, was, I don't know. I don't know who I was listening to. It could have been PJ radio tour, I think, uh, on Sirius. Um, that they had the, him and Seth Straka had the same exact club speed on that drive and Lowry's went forty yards shorter because of the fucking race. Yeah. Yeah. It's so unfortunate what happened. I, Seth trying to literally cheat off the perfect time. I mean, it was I when I heard that, I was like, ooh, that's yeah. like that sucks. So I'm on I'm on you with him. Uh and then I'm on Gooch. I got Gooch at plus two fifty. He's playing really well. Um I don't have him uh, on outrights, any matchups, um debating on DFS still. I want some Gooch man. Uh, you know, I just think I I think he can fit this course. Good, he's a grinder. Can't putt worth the fucking shit. But guess what? Team no putt wins here all the fucking time. So I'm fine with that. Um, and then uh, I'm listen. The ear came through for me last week at four to one. Why not go back again four to one? Fucking with the ear, man. Four to one, the ear. Shitty conditions. Got him out right. Might as well take him for a top twenty. Let's go. Okay. All right. Now can we take a break? Now we can take a break. All right. Let's take a break. All right. Well, listen, uh, Prop Swap is where America buys and sells sports bets. Match Madness is around the corner, and Prop Swap is your place to cash in on the big dance. Every season, Prop Swappers make thousands of dollars by simply buying and selling college basketball teams. That sounds like an NCAA violation. Uh, you can always find the best odds on PropSwap because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself, like Gil from Jersey, who purchased a Murray State Championship ticket on PropSwap at 225 to $1 while the sportsbooks are only offering 150 to $1. So now is the time to go find those Cinderella's while the odds are high and cash out on PropSwap when the turning starts. And when you're making your bets, remember to go for two. Get two tickets on the same team so you can sell one for a profit and keep one to let it ride. Uh, PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bets. Hurry up and download the free PropSwap app today. they got fantastic features like filtered listed tickets for the best value. Don't run all the big sales and red hot tickets are up. And a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into bonus cash. And, of course, a first deposit match when you use promo code SGP. And PropSwap will match your deposit up to 500 bucks. So... Join the real sports bettors over on Shop. It's where America buys and sells sports bets. All right. You want me to go over the
1: first round leader lean first, and then you can go over uh, yep. who you picked? Yep. All right. So the trend held last year. So going back all the way to 2013, uh, there have been 19 guys who have at least had a shared lead or had it solo. Uh 16 of them started on 10. Only three started on one. I think probably the rationale there is it's actually pretty you can get out to a really good start on 10. You got the drivable par, uh, four, number 12. Yep. That, you know, that's birdie hole. You got a uh, couple par fives on the back too. They're pretty reachable. I think the par fives on the back are a little easier than ones on the front. Like hole number nine is kind of a, that's an awkward par five. You it got is. like, yeah, it's a double cool. dog light. You got water to the right there. Like I've seen guys kind of screw that up, but I think you get to a good start on, uh, on uh on ten maybe for going off in the morning too you catch you know before it's the raucous crowd on seventeen in the morning maybe mm-hmm. you know you can go through it's a little bit quieter calmer conditions not quite as yep. nerve wracking so yeah maybe that's the reason why sixteen of nineteen guys started on whole ten uh for your first round leader as far as like A and P and splits there hasn't really been a big trend there but I think with the weather too with this like there might be delays. I, I'm not gonna worry about the PMAM splits like it kinda is with this this point. I'm I'm just focusing on guys to start off start off on ten. So
0: Yep. do you got this week? All right. So there's only two guys who I took that aren't going off on ten. And it's Mr. TPC, Gage Lee. And that's a hunter to one. So I'm taking that. And I can never not have Munez on my card because it's, if he hits and he's not on my card. I will not be fucking happy. So whatever. He's also a hundred to one. Everybody else is going off on the back. Uh, Everybody else is going off on the back. So I got, uh, I got Cam Smith at 35, Decky at 33. And it's funny. So I have more favorites on this first round leader than I typically do. And as I was betting it, I realized it, I mean, whatever, that's laid, that's played. So it's just, it's just strange for me not to have like the longer shots, but I mean, it worked out for me last week with Rory too. So, um, so Ron at 25, what do you think about answer this week? This seems like this should be a perfect course for him. Yeah. I mean, he had, he's been great. He
1: hits a lot of fairways, but like, where's the, the trash. Hey, She's bad. He's been bad. I mean, he is scrambling a little. No, actually that's the wrong line. No, he's scrambling like trash.
0: Lately. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah strokes around the green the iron has just been kind of meh I don't know whatever answer sixty six to one uh I got Lowry at fifty to one uh fifty five to one rather i'm <laughs> not fifty fifth whatever the fuck that means uh, I got your boy Norin at eighty to one uh gooch at fifty, and I'm going all in on the year this week, another hundred to one the year going off of the back nine I don't like the late tea time based on like kind of what the weather forecast looks like. I like guys in the morning a little better just. Just because, like,
1: yeah, but there's a delay. But if there's a delay, like there's gonna, a delay? exactly, going to exactly. screw it all exactly. up anyway. Right. So,
0: exactly. yeah, but those those are the first round leader bets.
1: All right, well, why not go over just the rest of my card? I only got top 40s. Um, with the rest of my card, I got five of those. Yeah. Um, so first guy I want to talk about, where? Uh, hold on, where's my betting card? There. Uh oh. So your boy, Keegan Bradley, top 40 plus 195. That's fucking beautiful. Good iron player, pretty good around the greens. Good course history here. Can grind it out. One of those, you know, team no-putt guys, almost two to one on that. I'm perfectly fine with that. Um, Now, Mito Pereira, I know he's the darling of the, the golf Twitter sphere, but I also feel like he's got a lot of tools in his arsenal. Good iron player. Decent around the greens. You know, OK, putter, you know, he's been his track record on the overseeded surface has been all right so far. Doesn't make a whole lot of bogeys either. I feel like that's going to work pretty well this week. Top 10 plus 210 on him. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with my narrative that Cameron Tringali is just an every other tournament guy. Okay. And I still like the fact that, like, the only thing that worked uh last week at Bay Hill was his irons. Yep. You know he's usually a pretty good scrambler. He puts really well in the overseas. We talked about some golf courses that has had this overseas services like TBC, uh, San Antonio, yep. Innisbrook. He had success there last year. I think he's just going to bounce back this week. And yep. uh, you know, on you know, I've seen him do really good on some tough weather conditions as well. Golf courses like at the Zozo and uh, the Houston Open, the, the Laro as well. I think he's gonna be fine this week. And I think top 40 with plus two sixty is a reasonable expectation for him. Same thing with Sebastian Munoz. Like that's another guy who's having a little trouble with his putters, but he's you know, but he's scrambling well lately. He's in his yep. iron's great. You know, he's been okay here, but I think like I think he's a guy who might be a little bit of a mutter too, just because he can kind of grind it out and get it done. Uh plus two sixty for a top forty in him. And then Lance Steve, Griffin.
2: Plus two sixty. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Fuck you, DeSantis. Legalize this shit, you prick. <laughs> And then Lance Griffin was plus 262. I didn't really understand that. I think this was oh, mispriced. Right. That's like, that's, a, mispriced. again, another guy. I don't even good think I'd get that, I don't even think I get that on, on a top fucking 20 for him. Yeah, I think that was mispriced. But, like, I think even, like, close to 2 to 1, I would take him, too. Like, good iron player. Decent history here. Good scrambler. Good putter on the overseas, too. Like, again, like, another guy that I've seen plot around like, kind of these difficult conditions, like, in bad weather. Like, I think he finished T10 at the Zozo back in the fall. Like, that gives me confidence that he can kind of get it done at this type of tournament, too. So, all in, those are 11 matchups. And kind of what I told you, like, I like to set reasonable expectations. In order to make money, based on how I okay the units, I only need four of them to hit. Now, obviously, Dead Heat can screw that up, but, like... Oh. I'm not gonna worry about it. Like it, it I can't. It is what it is. So, and I also noticed too that, like, as I kind of scaled back by going more top twenty, top forties, where I would go top ten, top twenty, I hadn't been getting dead heated as much. So, I think just because, like, you know, you're a little bit more conservative, you have a little bit more window to play with, that eliminates the dead heat a little bit, and I price shop too, so like that helps by getting good prices where even it is chopped up a little bit, not quite as bad. So, yeah. Oh, this, um, Lanto top twenties. Five to one. There you go. So yeah, that's about even. That's about reasonable then. Yeah. That's, that's good. That's, I think you should bet that. It's a good price.
0: Literally writing it down right
1: now. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, 11 positionals, only four needs to hit in order to make money.
0: Yep. All um, right. So I got, I have, <laughs> I'm digging my heels in on the, uh, on the curse. I got a miscup, Morakawa, three to one. Fuck it, don't put a lot of money on that. Throw like $20, 25 bucks on that, or whatever your unit size allocation is. Like whatever, like okay. Um, that, that's a fun one, right? Like that's just a, that's a cutesy one. And last week, they fucking hit first round eagle. I know Steve says it's going to play softer, but if we're playing lift killing in place, all I need is sixteen. Sixteen is so eagleable for some of these guys, depending on where the pin position is going to be on sixteen. Give me Rom at six to one and Cam Smith at seven to one to make an eagle in round one.
2: Okay. All right. That's all have I fun, need. All I need it, is this. Yeah, all I need this, is
0: sixteen. This is, this is supposed to be fun. Have fun with it. <laughs> Thanks, bud. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, so top Swede, your boy Norin, minus one twenty. I think that's a really popular prop this week. That's the only thing that makes me nervous.
1: Yeah, about it. It yeah,
2: like and you don't have a good rock, track right?
0: record with this top
1: Swede, not.
2: No, I so. don't.
0: I'm terrible. It means Norlander is going to win the fucking tournament. As you know, as
1: long as Alex Norton finishes, you know, for my each way, that's fine, and beats Crack on the leaderboard,
0: he can do that okay. at the expense and, of you. And then, what do you think about uh, so uh, top Scott Party Marty uh, over Knox? See, Knox is
1: that's another guy who's like one of those team no putt guys. Like I know Laird is doing uh, pretty well, but yeah, like, I
0: man, I don't tr- I don't trust Russell Knox. Father, I could throw him, but he's a little dude. I could probably throw him a little bit. <laughs>
1: You're you're a little dude. He can probably throw you a little bit. No,
2: oh,
0: dude, listen, I'm stout. That kid's a fucking toothpick. <laughs> okay. Uh, you wanna do one and done? Mm. Not really, because listen, if I fuck this week up, you think I don't pay attention now? Like I might not even put a pick in anymore. So that's you,
1: yeah. so that's the thing. You cannot duff this week. No. Third place gets one point three million. That's more than what like they get at a Last week. yeah Yeah. <laughs> well, not last week. I think we I know. got like two one. weeks ago. Yeah. So I think, no, the second place is two million bucks. First place is three. Oh. You have to kind of nail it. So I, I had just bur- going ROM. i burnt ROM already. I know you burnt ROM. I was gonna make sure, and you did. I I made sure you already used ROM, so yeah, yeah. Well, it's not. It's not. It's not.
0: I wasn't cheating, fucking. Did cheat last year? I did not mean to cheat because Tommy fucking was used some fucking pigeon system, fucking old school numbers like. The, the numbers that hit are the racetrack from horse seven on the race. What four. are you talking about? Like I don't know, man. You remember <laughs> how you,
1: you? I think you got lost somewhere, and like I that did. Little, but you remember how you used to make a
0: joke, and you just got horribly lost. No, no. So you remember how they used to do like the numbers back in the day before the lottery, right? Yeah. They would say like race three from Aqueduct. Fucking. Mm-hmm. Those are the numbers, right? But that's how we were tracking one of them last year. There was no we're doing it over email. That's it yeah, It was yeah. terrible. So now we're automated, so you can't yeah, cheat. yeah, so I can't so I know who I fucking used. Okay. Um anyway. Uh, right. So basically I'm
1: using Rom like yeah, I was gonna win, but like top five potential would be like an eight hundred thousand dollar, one million dollar payday for me. Like I just last Keep year I last year I had Xander and he missed the cut. I don't wanna do that again. No. So I don't have Rom in an outright. Maybe this is my way of getting action on him with this. No. Yeah. Rom, one and done. I'm just gonna burn it this week.
2: I like it. Uh, As if I had Rom, I would've used him. I'm going back and forth. Between Smith and Decky. Okay. I think I'm gonna end up going Smith. Okay. I got a, I got a funny feeling about it. I can see him holding the glass trophy
0: at the end of the day. I can't too. Okay. Nobody's talking about him. He's so yeah. good at He's so good around the greens. The only thing you got to worry about is you go to the fucking water. There's so much water on this course. That's the only there, thing to start There, with. there is. <laughs> There's so much there is water. There's a lot of water. But I know, track, he pla- track, I know he plays here all the time.
1: I know His he track places. record here is not all that great. I think his 17 last year was the best finish. But I also contended, as I was explaining to Jeff Nagel in an email after uh, the century, I think he's a better player now. I yeah, think he's he become a really more complete player. Like now that he hits his irons really good, okay. he's got a little better control off the tee. Like now he's like gaining strokes, and yeah. I think he's wow. one of these like like his his relative skill set chart now kind of looks like a lot of these elite guys. He, yeah. he might be coming.
2: Yeah, I, yeah. I, I I like I like Smith a lot this week, so I'm, I'm taking Cam Smith. Okay, all right, perfect. Got anything else? That's
1: it,
0: homie. You. Uh now that's it. Why don't we, uh, wrap the show and, uh, good luck with all your bets. You too, sir. All right. Well, listen, you know where to find Steve, sportsgamepodcast.com. Go click on his articles, read them, share them, and, uh, give us a follow on Slack. Come in there and, uh, and meet the boys, man. It's not just us. There's a ton of guys in there. Um, sharp dudes kicking shit around. But, uh, it is a good time. Uh, and then you know where to find me. Boston underscore capper on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, go leave us a rate and review. Uh, if you guys have any questions and things like that. Hit us up on Slack, leave a review and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll answer it for you. And don't forget about the contest. Uh, go follow golf gambling pod, uh, on Twitter. And, uh, we're giving away a polo for, uh, the, uh, the winner and the score. If you get the winner and the first round leader right, uh, you get a G as well. So yeah. Uh, cool. All right. Oh, yeah,
2: that's no. it. I, that's it. You
1: know, it's, if you get the winner, Yep. And then the first round leader is the tiebreaker. You get a pull up. Right, correct. So but if you, you get guess winner, them both. No, winner, first round leader, and winning score, all oh, yeah, three. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then you get a thousand bucks.
2: Yeah, that's fine.
0: Okay. All right. You left out the score. Sorry. I thought that was implied. That's the <laughs> They could go look at the post that they would know. They Anyway, listen, it's the players' week. It's going to be shitty weather, but we're going to grind through. We're going to make some fucking money. We're going to break them fucking books. And I'll be out there on Sunday, so if anybody's out there, tweet at me. Uh, let me know. Uh, I'll buy you a beer, have a drink, and uh, yeah, man, uh, we'll meet up and uh, chit chat. Bye.